8.32 nearly, and it's been a topic of discussion throughout the week. Irregular workers in the public sector, including those in public grade schools like cafeteria cooks and administrative assistants, on strike. A three-day strike, no less, that started on Wednesday. Jade Lee, the papers have had plenty of time to digest this, haven't they? Good morning to you. Good morning, Alex. So we'll start with the Solshinman. Sure. The Solshinman took a neutral attitude toward the issue, saying both sides have a point in their arguments. Well, this is not the first time that we see a confrontation between irregular workers at schools and the education authorities. But this time, as many as some 50,000 workers took part in the walkout in solidarity with the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions, KCTU. And what's also different from the past is that more students and teachers are apparently supporting their right to strike. The irregular workers are demanding that their wages should be raised to a level equivalent to 80% of the lowest-ranking civil servants' pay, But the education authorities buck at the idea, saying they have already proposed a pay hike of 1.8% from their stretched budget. Given the situation, it's hard to take sides. On the one hand, we can't turn a blind eye to the poor treatment of the irregular workers, who account for about 40% of the total educational personnel. Nor can we leave it all to the education offices to improve their wages and working conditions. So the paper advised the government to step in and actively mediate the disputes to minimize the damages to schools and citizens. We also have the Kungmin Ilbo. What did it mm-hmm. have to say? The Kungmin Ilbo's view was not that different from the Seolshimun. While the two sides need to be reminded that students' rights to learn and health shouldn't be infringed, workers' right to strike also needs to be respected. So condemning the participants and urging them to return to work wouldn't be a fundamental solution. Um, instead, the authorities should listen to what the, re- what the irregular workers have to say and accept their reasonable demands while providing explanation and asking for understanding for the demands they cannot accept. The paper then pointed the finger at President Moon and his administration for raising workers' expectations too much by promising to improve the treatment and working conditions of irregular workers without devising measures to back the plan financially. President Moon's pledges for these workers can be realized only when there's a social consensus and financial resources. If they're treated unfairly, even though they're doing what's necessary to run the school and all the unpleasant work, then correction measures would be needed. But calling for the same treatment as that of regular workers is excessive, considering that their job and hiring process have been different. Well, the paper ended by calling on the government to expand public finance for education and the irregular workers to stop making excessive demands but seek compromise. Let's get to yet another paper in this discussion. The Hungare seem to be mm-hmm. on one side pretty firmly. That's right. Um, as one can expect, the Hungare was leaning towards the irregular workers at school. The paper pointed out that students who have been framed by some media outlets as victims have in fact issued statements to support the strike. And several civic groups and parent groups have also come out for the walkout. To them, this is not a crisis, but an inevitable inconvenience they have to endure. 
The right to strike is one of the key basic labor rights, and no one can restrict or condemn a strike just because it creates inconvenience. Irregular workers at schools are receiving wages less than 64% of grade 9 or the lowest grade civil servants, and their status is not guaranteed by law. And a study has found that 94% of cafeteria workers had health issues related to muscular and skeletal systems, which reveals there's also an issue of work safety among these workers. So the paper really underlined the problem of discrimination in schools. Mm-hmm. So, because decision, that, that, that is because decisions made at schools can deeply affect the country's young students. Well, a student at a specialized high school, for example, criticized discrimination prevalent in schools on social media, saying um, 380,000, which is more than half of irregular workers in the public sector, are working in schools. This number represents our future in a sense. And this means we may become one of them if we graduate. The message signifies that without resolving the problems faced by irregular school workers, we will not be able to talk about the future of society. And the education authorities should keep this in mind when responding to the strike. And the way that they deal with the protest going forward should be also educational. Let's finish with the Munra Ilbo. It was actually highly critical, wasn't it, of the, mm-hmm. uh, of the Moon administration? That's right. The Munra Ilbo said it was President Moon's unrealistic campaign pledge that brought about the irregular workers' large-scale strike. In May 2017, he promised that during his term in office, the administration will bring down the number of irregular workers in the public sector to zero. Workers who had been suffering from low wages and job insecurity hailed the plan, but experts warned against the policy's side effects. But the government was adamant, and in two years, it ran into difficulties due to the limited budget. The paper blamed the Moon administration, saying the latest fight of irregular workers in the public sector has been triggered by the president's failure to follow through on his promises. Kim Myung-hwan, the chairman of the KCTU, said that workers' anger finally erupted after they have waited for over two years, relying on a faint hope that the country will have no irregular workers. And what did the paper say the government should do now? Um, The paper said the government shouldn't have treated the issue as a dichotomy, pushing ahead with the too ambitious plan. Transitioning all public employees to permanent positions is also not in line with bigger trends in favor of more flexibility in the labor market. President Moon's plan is feeding false hopes to workers and financial burden to the education authorities. As all policies are double-sided in nature, the government should have expected and taken into account possible side effects in the first place. The paper called on the government to withdraw its earlier pledge to reduce the number of irregular workers to zero. For now, Jade, thank you very much for bringing us that spectrum of opinions on, well, an issue, as I said, that's been very much on our lips all week. And we'll see what sort of impact this has. Yes. Thank you, Alex.